Cooper in for Dan Potter on the KRMG Morning News with the three big things you need to know. Three. The water finally back on in the Bixoma Lake Estates area of Bixby. City crews installed that new booster pump to get water moving again in the short term. Remember, if you're living down there, a boil order remains in effect through tomorrow. Two. A 69-year-old Tulsa man died in a crash on Highway 75 yesterday. The Oklahoma Highway Patrol says Glenn Willis was a passenger in one of those cars involved in the crash. Two others were hurt, but they are stable this morning. One. Our top story this morning, we've been tracking these dangerously hot temperatures. The good news is we have a little bit of a break on the way by Friday. James says that we'll see some showers start to come in Thursday, cool us down like highs in the 80s on Friday. Looking forward to that. And with that in mind, we check in live with Tulsa Mayor G.T. Bynum Mondays with the mayor. Good morning, Mayor. Uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you about, I know there was a news conference last week from the city of Tulsa, some first responders, people just keeping uh, those in mind problems with the heat. Um, how is the city prepared in terms of the people that work for the city, those guys out working on the streets and everybody? Are they uh, taking different break schedules? How's that working? You know, it really is uh, department by department and situation by situation, but you're exactly right. The The vast majority of our city employees don't work in offices. They uh, are police officers, firefighters, uh, and utility crews that are out there working on water and sewer lines and and other things. So, uh, you know, we have, and it, it's not something new, it's a long-standing protocol within our departments uh, that, that folks know they just need to stay hydrated and be mindful uh, of the elements they're exposed to. Uh, I, I will say one thing that we've been monitoring very carefully is our water capacity, uh, because I'm mindful that about a decade ago, we had to switch over to voluntary water rationing when we were in a, a similar heat wave and uh, had to eventually, Mayor Bartlett at the time, had to put that uh, voluntary water rationing order in place. And, and I've been talking every day with our uh, team in the water and sewer department, and they've been monitoring it. And fortunately, for the last four days, we actually had a decline in water usage uh, and we have not gotten close to approaching uh, the level of usage that would cause us to, to trigger that kind of an order. So that's good news. Appreciate everybody out there that's being mindful about their utilization of water so that all of us can keep it in a plentiful supply. I'm excited to ask you about this next thing because it has been a long time coming. I remember uh, when we started construction on Yale between 81st and 91st, I, I went back and looked. The first story I had done on that was from 2014, and I'm sure that the conversations started long before that, but that's opening up this week, uh, the next phase kind of getting complete. That's really that's exciting. That's right. Yes, I know all the folks that live and work uh, on either side of that project are elated to have it reopened. This is the most expensive street project in the history of the city, and, and it's because the nature of that road is, as you know, from reporting on it for years, uh, it goes up and over a hill. And the reason we're having to replace it actually is because the road that was previously there was sliding down the hill over time. And so uh, the new one is being built where it is anchored in. It provides greater capacity for people to get uh, from 81st to 91st and, and vice versa. 
and we had to shut it down. I mean, it was so expensive that our engineering team, when they were doing the early assessments, even did an assessment to see if it was cheaper to bore a tunnel through that hill. I mean, that's the the scale we're talking about with this project. Uh, it was not. Um, <laughs> and so we're building the street as it is, but uh, we had the temporary temporarily close it while we did a lot of demo work and built a, a retaining wall and some other things. And so thankfully that work is done and now we can reopen it. It, I, I want to caution folks. It is not like completely done, uh, not even close, uh, but it is uh, drivable now for people to use as we continue to build out the rest of the street, like you would see on a lot of other street projects around town. You were on the city council when all of that those plans were underway. I know it changed along the way. At one point, I recall it was sort of talked about as being straight. Um, it's not straight, but it is straighter. Yeah, and that just that all evolves at, at <clears throat> really between two things: one, the engineering, and and what is the best return on investment for the taxpayers. But also, and I really want to give him a ton of credit, Councilor Phil Lakin worked so hard with the folks who live on either side of this project to make sure that our engineering team was hearing their concerns about what the design of the project ought to look like and what ought to be incorporated in that project to make sure that it's a project that folks that live around there feel good about, not just people who are driving through. Good morning, Mayor. Um, Morning. You're recognizing two lifeguards later today for efforts that they had made at McClure Park. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, it's really extraordinary, and it's a great example of uh, heroism of city employees that you, you don't often hear about. I don't think you hear about enough, and it's classic that, you know, I think a lot of these things happen, and people on our team just never toot their own horn. And so, thankfully, other people brought this to our attention, but... Uh, we had an individual having a, a cardiac incident uh, outside of a park, uh, but somebody saw it and brought it to the attention of these lifeguards that were working at McClure, and they went out uh, to to provide CPR and save this person's life. And so I definitely want to recognize them, and we have a, a program at the city where we recognize people who do great things to, to save lives and help other people and deliver great service. And so we'll be doing that this morning at our department leadership meeting. Incredible. Wow, that's very nice. Tulsa Mayor G.T. Bynum on this Monday. Thank you for your time. Hey, thank you both. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.